Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. It is April 5th, <laughs> and this day, uh, this weekly forecast is totally a day late. I wanted to just thank everybody for your patience. In addition to it being an Easter weekend full of family festivities, we also had some major um, revelations happen. I know I believe all of you know that I am an orphan and my, my birth mother had abandoned me and my birth father passed away when I was six. And so I was raised by my aunt and on ancestry.com, I was found by my bio half brother. And so it was like so much excitement, so many different things and feelings and thoughts coming up. And I just didn't feel like I could bring my heart to the recording. So I let myself sleep <laughs> and process and have my emotions. And then I woke up today and it was so interesting because the sun was shining and um, the whole house felt so peaceful. And I just felt like it was the right call. And so I really do appreciate, I try to always have things out consistently on the same day, but I appreciate everybody that reached out to see if I was okay. Um, I am, we are processing. It's it's feeling much uh, freer this morning. So I appreciate that time. And it is always so interesting to me how life will sync up alongside of astrology. And it always deepens my connection to the cosmic energy when things really sync up in this way where you can't help but see the divine at work in your life. Um, and what is super interesting is that I have two other people um, that one of my Instagram friends and one of my doTERRA friends that also had relatives find them in the past two weeks on Ancestry. And so I think that's fun. I think it's also one of those things where Ancestry runs specials over Christmas and then it takes a while to get your results. So everyone's getting their results from their Christmas presents right now. So there's a little bit of that too. But I want to dive into this weekly forecast because it really is a really big week and um, there's a lot going on. So yesterday was the third quarter moon in Capricorn. It was also 4-4, four, four, so that's a power day. And it really kicked into place a lot of this Aries energy. An Aries stellium began late yesterday. It is here that Aries stellium and what a stellium is, is three or more planetary bodies in one sign or house. And you can have a natal stellium, which is in your birth chart or a transit stellium, which is what's happening in the daily, um, astrology. Now, depending on who you're talking to, some people don't count certain planets. So they only count the inner planets and not the outer planets. And some astrologers don't count the asteroids and things like that. But no matter who you are in um, the world, usually the inner planets that we have in Aries right now would count for anybody. So we have the sun, Mercury, and Venus, very close planets. In addition to that, we have um, Chiron and Ceres, um, which are asteroids. And so those are also in Aries. So it really does enhance the stellium element. I've gotten a couple questions about, well, are we just going to keep having stelliums every month? Is that just like a thing that happens? And for right now in 2021, yes, every month, these planets are chasing each other. There is a sync up that is current and prevalent in 2021. 
but no, it is not normally like this. <laughs> so, um, and we will see this element fade um, by 2022. It won't feel like there's this pile up in every sign. Um, but for right now, it will be that way um, for just a little bit. It do be like that sometimes, and it is right now. So there is every month a bit of a hyper focus in whatever season we are in. And it is why 2021 is such a time for massive growth. And it is why I believe so many people are now currently engaged with astrology. 2020 showed us how real astrology is because astrologers have been predicting 2020 and all that came um, for a very, very long time. So it's, it's one of those things that's really, it's like this higher level of knowingness is we're ready for it. We're ready to see the divine in the cosmos. We're ready to see the interconnectedness of the human species with everything around us. Right. And so, um, take that into, um, your higher level awareness, whatever your spiritual path is, Bring more of the interconnectedness energy into it and you will see it fulfill itself almost immediately and draw those rewards in. So some of the elements that we're kicking the week off with, the sun conjunct Venus is still in play, right? It's good time to have a good time. Um, remember the sun is that vitality, your base energy, that energy, like energizing personal power, your will, your physical energy. It's that yang to the moon's yin, right? So what the moon is what we feel inside and the sun is what we do outside, right? And that is real tight up against Venus in Aries. So it's movement, it fire, right? Momentum. So it's a good day to love. It's a good day to feel beautiful. It's a good day to love each other, right? So get, get moving in that direction. Um, we have a Venus sextile Mars happening. So this is like, you know, the age old men are from Mars. Women are from Venus, that male, female yin yang relationship it's flowing. So the yin and yang are flowing. They're gathering steam. They're rolling ahead, ahead, full steam ahead. Um, the big thing for this week, the big theme is not to wait until a path opens for you. You blaze your own path. There is too much hesitation in the world right now. It needs more ignition. You need more beginning. You need to start. And Aries is the starter. Um, and <laughs> I am the fire starter, right? That song that just popped into my head. You must blaze your path. Blaze your path. Burn it down if you need to, but you need to move. Um, career moves make sense this week. We also have the moon conjunct Pluto. This is where I think all this ancestry stuff is being triggered up. Um, the emotional energy of healing right? And transformation. Pluto is the planet of resurrection, which is right. The, the, the whole theme of this weekend in the Christian religion is resurrection. The whole theme of the spring season is resurrection, resurrection of the earth of life returning after a cold, hard winter. Some of you are in more, um, consistently warm places. And so you may not be as connected to the resurrection energy, but it is still there on a planetary level, slow, radical change destiny. Um, Pluto also has a huge element of like existentialism and, um, magic, right? You, to work with Pluto, you have to completely detach yourself from ego. You have to let the ego 
be the ego, be aware of it. Right. And so that's why with regards to coaching on healing, it's always honor where the ego is. You have to stop, drop and ask yourself first, okay, is this me? (laughs) Cause ego, ego, the ego will always have you convinced it's other people. Right. Um, and so when you are in a state of suffering or extreme despair or feeling as if you are stuck, oftentimes ego will have you saying, well, this was unfair and this happened and then this happened and then in my childhood and there's all these different things and we have these threads and these connections to things that come up. We have to stop. If we want to work with Pluto, which we do because we want to heal, otherwise you wouldn't be here. So when we work with Pluto and when we work with the moon conjunct Pluto, we have to ask ourselves, is this first me? Is this me? This is me. I bet this is me, right? (laughs) Um, And first explore that. And then you may see that as you shift and change your perspective and you drop into your heart and you breathe, you may find grace for other people. You may find things are not as you thought they were. You may find that you're fearful about something you didn't realize you were fearful of. And then like Wayne Dyer says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So then you may see other people as maybe not the problem, but maybe the person that needs your help. Right. And so really dropping into that space and allowing that emotional energy to connect that is what that moon conjunct Pluto is here to do. It's really like we're powered up. We're ready to heal. Our intuition is awake and aware. The secrets down deep, ready to be seen. Stay away from the shallows, drop the ego and go deeper. You will find your answers, right? And then today, Monday, uh, the moon does move into Aquarius and energy will be pulsing. Solar energy is strong. Lunar energy is weak. Remember, we are waning towards our new moon. so. This works for working. (laughs) So solar fire, all of that yang is here for you to move and your yin is less activated. The moon, the watery, the emotional is less stimulated than during a waxing phase or during a full moon phase. So it gives you a little bit more perspective on your inner fire and what's working and where are you working? Stay purposeful in your actions. Check in with your emotions a little more frequently. There's a couple different elements at play this week that could lead to some self-deception and you don't want to lose sight of your energetic connections to things. You don't want to lose sight of your emotional connection to your world around you. And that is possible this week because of all the yang and the, the little yin activation. Um, tomorrow, Tuesday, April 6th, we have Mars square Neptune. This is a potent energy. There's a warning here. Action and passion is at a tension point with our dreams and our intuition. So used wisely, you could launch your arrow straight into the bullseye. You could just hit the head on the, the head and the nail, right? You could just, or however you say it, nail on the head, hit the nail on the head. You can really just, you know, like think about those ax throwing bars. You could just totally bullseye it this week. Um, but there are other elements at play, right? It's not just about the drive. It's not just about the fuel. You could throw an ax faster and harder and with more accuracy than anyone in the whole world. But if your feet aren't firmly placed on the ground and your eyes aren't looking at the right target, you will miss the mark, right? And that is the thing that we could end up doing this week. 
so much passion, so much drive. What ends up happening is that you take the path of least resistance and you end up somewhere that's not where you want to be because it just feels good, right? Like if you're, if you are pumped and you're ready and you're, and you can see, you can see the end of the trail and you're like, yes, I can get there so fast. And you just blaze down the trail and it's not the trail you were meant to take. The trail you were meant to take maybe had some thorns and maybe the ground wasn't as well worn, or maybe you were going to have to hack away at some vines or there was some poison ivy you'd have to skillfully avoid. Right. But it was the better reward at the end. That's where you could miss the mark because this is a time where Neptune is square off with Mars. You want your dreams. You want your dreams. It's okay to want your dreams. It might take longer to get down the path of your dreams. You could probably blaze somebody else's dreams, but you want your dreams and keep that target, right? Use, re- use and remember that age old saying, right? Measure twice, cut once, check yourself twice before you start down a path, right? Check your intuition get grounded. Use your discernment. Is this your path or is this somebody else's? Because we can oftentimes get into compare and contrast and judgment and we can think somebody else is doing it wrong and we could do it better. And that would just be so easy for us. And it would be because it's not our path, right? Other people's paths would be very easy for us. Just like there are other people out there that have a different path that could probably do our path. And they're looking at us like, what's wrong with you? That's easy because it is easy for them but it's hard for you and it's your path and it's your dream and it's your vision. So you must stay on your path and you must always keep your eye off other people's path because they may have 10,000 rounds of karma coming up for healing with their Chiron this season. And so comparatively you think, Whoa, they're really having a hard time over there. Look at them struggling, crying on the side of the road. Right. Um, and thinking I could be up that hill back again by now. Right. But then when your Chiron season comes up and they're blazing ahead and you're like, why are they going so fast? And I'm here and I'm stuck and I'm crying on the side of the road. Right. You can't compare. We're all on our own journeys and we will all have things triggered up and it, it won't ever be like what somebody else's is. And it shouldn't be because we're all here with our very unique paths. This week would be the week that you could accidentally miss your mark because you're too worried about what other people are doing or you see a more lucrative path forward that you could be really good at, right? Stick to those dreams, right? Um, So then April 7th, the moon moves into Pisces, right? And we will have more of this activation there. The moon will move through Pisces and our inner world will slowly be activated in some pretty intense ways. Um, On April 7th, the moon enhances Pallas Athena, particularly activates the intuition in regards to strategy, right? And so your emotions and your intuition will be on point come April 7th. Make a note, right? If you start having all these like, oh, I don't think that person is the right person for me, or I don't think you want to pay attention to what your instincts are telling you, or um, because strategy season is up, right? And you will know what people are doing, why they are doing it, um, who is doing it, strategy awareness. This is a day to make solid plans for the next week or two, right? This is the day to start working on those new moon intentions. So use that strong strategy to really be looking into all the aspects of your life and figuring out some plans forward. On April 10th, um, 
we really will see quite a bit of Aries activation as the moon joins the stellium party. So a few different things, you know, as we're talking about the moon moving in to Pisces and moving through Pisces and on the seventh and eighth, really coming conjunct up against the palace Athena. And then, and you know, the ninth and into the 10th, the moon activates Neptune in Pisces. And we get all that Neptune dreamlike spirituality imagination, um, you know, makes it easier to detach from ego midweek. And then on the 10th and 11th, we've got the pile up in Aries. So you're going to get from April 7th to April 10th, you're going to have this three day period of intense intuitive activation. You will become more and more aware of why are you here? What is it for? Who are you with? Who do you need? Why do you need it? You will have more access to that sort of information. Make good use of it. Because once the 10th hits, we're going to be in that new moon phase. The new moon is on the 11th, but we're going to be in it on the 10th. The Aries stellium intensifies. The moon joins the stellium party. So then in, in Aries on the 10th and 11th, we have the moon, Mercury, Sun, Venus, Chiron, and Ceres. We have to be aware of what we're doing. We have to know why, right? And remember, the asteroids give us this nuance. Ceres is, you know, nurturing. What, what, what have you forgotten about? What, what gifts do you have that you aren't using, right? Um, you have access to nurture your giftings. Aries wants to take Ceres and Ceres and run, right? It's a strong aspect. And so what's going on that you are ignoring? What gifts do you have that you aren't using, the sun is conjunct Ceres, right? Right there. It's ready. It's activated. Venus is in the mix. Just do it, right? Like Nike. And then Chiron is also like, girl, get your stuff together, right? What, where can you heal? What can you do? How can we go? Where is the problem? What is the trauma? Like everything related to movement. If you're not movement, if you're not moving, why? Where, where's the movement stuck? Aries is going to help you blaze through that. Chiron and Aries is here to help you blaze through that, find the trauma, heal it, right? That's the kind of energy. It's like do or do not. There is no try. Just do it. Let's move it. Let's move it, right? Movement, 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 movement. And we only get this, you know, for another week or so. The 19th, it's like everything gets into Taurus and it becomes about stability. So if you want movement, now is the time to really get it together. And, um, you know, this, this whole activation is really going to be with us into the 12th, 13th, 14th. And so that's, that's the main thing we want to remember as, as we're moving, right. Um, we have so much goodness at our fingertips, especially with this Aries stellium, you know, we've got the big Aries stellium. It's intensifying over the weekend. We also have Mercury sextile Saturn and Venus sextile Jupiter structure, function, expansion, growth, 
all in good flowing, right? We have communication to flow with it. We have love and money and all the good things flowing with it. It's a good time to shift and grow and change and heal, but you got to have a plan. And if you don't have a plan coming together by Wednesday, Thursday, you're going to just kind of feel like you missed the mark and, and that's okay. There'll be another mark. There'll be another time. There'll be another season. But if you're looking to harness this energy, this is a week to not sleep on. Everybody have a beautiful week, lots of fire, lots of action, and I will talk to you soon.